Hey, it's Kathy. I'm so excited because, drumroll please, doors are officially open to my program, The Abundance Method. I have been wanting to put this program out in the world for two and a half years. I've been working on it behind the scenes, and this is my signature program. This is the program that is going to teach you the method, the framework for how to become a master manifester in your life. Why is that? Because everything is vibration. We live in a world that is atomic. That means the world is made of atoms, which is energy. 99.9% of every atom is energy and less than 1% particle. So in order for us to manifest in our life, we need to become the highest vibe possible and to sustain that. This program is going to show you how to meditate and how to set your day on the right track so that you have a practice that can help you project your amazing energy into the world, which will bend the 3D, which will help you manifest in ways that you won't even believe. This is a transformative live 10-week program. It is designed to help you on this journey of spiritual awakening. It's going to give you tons of tools. I'm going to show you how to change your energy, master the manifestation once and for all, This is the first program of its kind. We're actually trademarking all of this framework because it is something that is so unique. And I think you're going to be so excited about learning it. Also, there are some bonuses right now. If you sign up before May 10th, you'll be getting a physical abundance box. Plus, you're going to get an exclusive podcast so that you can be listening to this program. If you can't make the live Zoom calls, we can give it to you on a track so that you can be listening to it like you do a podcast. Also, you're going to get a pack of 10 meditations from me. And you're going to be getting a training that I just gave a workshop called Permission to be Rich, one of the best workshops I've ever done, which you will love. And there is a platinum level to this program. If you choose the platinum level, not only do you get extra coaching calls with me, you also get extra mentor support, but this is really cool. You also get a retreat included. My retreats are normally $3,000. You will get the retreat for free included. Plus, You will get a front row seat at that retreat because you will be on the platinum VIP track at the retreat. All of this is here for you. I'd love to see you in this program. I want to see you tapping in, turning on to that electricity within you so that you can find your way to the life that you were born to manifest for yourself. You can join us now at kathyheller.com slash join. I cannot wait. Get on in there. See what all the excitement is about. It's going to be so much fun. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. How's your week going? Did you guys see that we're nominated for a Webby Award? I just can't believe it. I looked at the nominees when it came out a couple of days ago and I'm scrolling through all this stuff and I'm like, all right, you know, I'm sure we're not going to be on here. And there's a category for best podcast host and best podcast episode. And I'm scrolling through, all right, we're not on there. And then I see this category, best business podcast. And there we are. And it's only us and like four others, including Freakonomics. And I'm looking at this and I was really, I was kind of speechless. I was like, oh my gosh, that's really cool. Um, it's really exciting. They're going to vote um, on it and they're going to let us know in a couple of weeks. But in addition to the Academy voting, there's also a People's Voice Award where people get to choose. And I guess that's a second, it's a different award. Um, but if you guys want to vote, there's a link in the show notes. And it's a really cool thing to check out these Webby Awards anyway, because it's the best of all things. Like, 
the best social media sites, the best web series, the best Facebook pages, like even from the spirit of wanting to grow better business and better content, it's really cool to look at all the things that are like sort of the best of the web. Uh, I just feel super honored to be a part of that. If you guys want to check it out, there'll be a link in the show notes and you guys can go ahead and vote. So this episode today is sponsored by my book, Don't Keep Your Day Job, which is coming out in just a few months. I just wanted to be vulnerable with you and say how much I would love your support. So most human beings don't listen to podcasts. So there's a huge opportunity right now with the book coming out to spread the message of this podcast to those who would never otherwise come across this podcast. When a book is fortunate enough to become a bestseller, it takes the message of this book and it just blasts it out into the world in a very visible, big way. So I want everyone to know that they matter. I want people to spend their precious time working on things that they love and adding value to the world. And if you buy the book, this book has a really good chance of being a bestseller, which means that then the talk shows and the radio shows and magazines are going to be talking about this message. There'll be more conversations about finding purpose and more people will start taking action towards doing things that they love. So I would love your help in making this a reality. In order to do this, just go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash book. And there's all different links there. And I want to give you back some awesome stuff for helping me with this endeavor. So when you pre-order this book before May 1st and you subscribe to the podcast, you're going to get to be a part of a private book club Facebook group. And in that Facebook group, for six weeks in a row, I will be doing these live coaching sessions. And I've been doing some of these sessions and they are so deep and transformative and awesome. In fact, on today's episode, you're going to hear a clip from a recent coaching session that I did. What you'll also get is a link to download all the songs I've played on the podcast. You'll also be entered into a raffle to be chosen for one-on-one coaching, and I'll be choosing eight people for that. You'll also be entered into a raffle to win a $75 gift card to either Anthropology or Nordstrom. You get to choose, and I'll be choosing eight people for that as well. Now, if you do all this before midnight tonight, April 4th, you'll also get to choose one of the free masterclasses that I'm giving on either how to create a podcast or how to grow your online course or what are the three essential steps to growing your business. So if you have an inkling that you're going to want to order the book anyway, do it tonight because then you'll get all these bonuses plus you'll get to choose one of these masterclasses. And if you order three books, let's say you want to order one for yourself and two for two other people, you can get all three of those free masterclasses plus all the other bonuses. So whether you want to read this book or you just want to support me in this work, if you say to yourself, you know, I've been listening to this podcast and really enjoying it. It's going to cost me around 20 bucks to order this book. And maybe this means that I get to be a part of helping this message spread around the world. I mean, think of the ripple effects of what's already happened. And really, it's not just me. We're doing this together. So it's a community effort. And I love you guys so much. And it will mean the world to me if you go ahead and you pre-order the book. So go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash book. Thank you in advance for supporting me. Okay. So 
We're doing something new on today's show. Recently, I had a coaching call with a few amazing women who were at our Dreamtopia workshop, Jamie, Olivia, and Catherine. And I want to share some parts of our conversation because I really loved it. I thought it was really powerful. And I thought that you might find a lot of value in this. So today, we're going to dig into Jamie's part of the coaching call. We're going to hear her story. We're going to hear her struggles. We're going to hear what she's excited about building. And you'll hear the feedback that I had to give her. I hope that by listening to this, it'll give you some ideas and some ways of looking at your story and your process that might unlock some doors for you too. So let's dive in. Here we go. Well, I can tell you that what's really exciting is that if you would picture like this like incredible soil where anything you dropped into the soil would grow, honestly, that's really the way it works. Like we get to decide what we want to create for ourselves and It's amazing how often I'm walking through the world, driving around, talking to people, going to meetings and passing people all over here and there. And I just am witness to how people decide for ourselves what we're worth. And then we build a life around it. And I think the greatest thing that I can help you understand is just how much you're worth and Mm. how you get to decide. It's really magical. Like if there's something that you really desire to build, you can step into that and you can know your authority in being deserving of it, but also that it is something that you can build. And I think the greatest thing to, to help you do that is to figure out who you really want to serve and how you can serve and solve problems and lift people through that work. And when we start focusing on that, we're going to just build incredible things. So it's really exciting to me. I would not do the work I do on the podcast or in this moment right now with the three of you or day to day, just being who I am. I wouldn't do any of that if I didn't fully wholeheartedly believe that we get to create an incredible destiny for ourselves. I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it uh, at least 200 times now interviewing people on the show, but I've seen it everywhere I look. And um, what's beautiful, I said this to my therapist as well. You know, I said, sometimes I just get so frustrated about this thing or that thing. And she said, well, I've been a therapist for 40 years and I wouldn't be a therapist if I didn't know that people can change. And it is Mm. incredible. Isn't that an incredible thing? that we can change. And we have to remember that we have been programmed. I want you to think about it like software. If somebody's coding something and they put it into the code, certain beliefs, and it's coded that way, it's really difficult then for that program to do anything different than the way that it was coded. And each one of us was given different coding based on our parents, based on our environment, based on the things that we saw and the messages that we soaked in. And those first seven years of life are almost like hypnosis. Our brain is in a different state than it is today. And so we, things come in in a different way and they literally start to build that coding. But what's incredible is that we've seen it in the research. We've seen it in the field of psychology and personal development people can change that. You can change those, those scripts and you can then change your behavior. And it all begins with those limiting beliefs and then your ability to dream bigger and see further 
So that's the work that we're really doing. And then we can talk also specifically about what steps we're going to take. But this has so much to do with this beautiful like temple, which is your being and what you're feeding it and what it's telling you all the time. And we need to get really clear and in alignment with what you want to build, what you dream of doing to serve this world, knowing that you do have what it takes to make a difference and knowing that it's completely possible. So who would like to start, get in the hot seat and tell me a little bit about what it is that's been challenging, what it is that's feeling stuck, where you feel like you need some insight, some feedback, some advice, some coaching. All right. I'm Jamie. I'm here in North Hollywood. I'm an opera singer by trade. I guess what happened was that number one, I've just realized that I was conditioned in my upbringing to tolerate and normalize abusive behavior. So, Mm. you know, my dad was physically abusive and he wasn't around most of the time. And it wasn't so much my mom meaning to, but she really instilled a lot of perfectionism Which, Mm -hmm. as a, as an artist, that is like death. Right. So got myself then into an extremely abusive relationship when I was 30, um, verbally abusive, mentally abusive. And what ended up happening was I was having this singing career and I was burgeoning opera, soprano, and I ended up because of this abusive relationship, I physically lost my voice. Yeah. You know, of course, back then I didn't know all I know now about Mm. the mind-body connection, how absolutely uh, things that happen that affect you mentally, emotionally affect your voice. So that literally happened to me. And I never thought that I would be a singer again because it was too traumatic. Mm -hmm. I slowly got back into singing and I rejoined the LA Opera Chorus, which was my day job. Mm -hmm. And then some solo opportunities came up. And basically, long story short, I started really becoming very prominent here in this LA, Southern California regional music scene. And so I made the decision to leave the LA Opera Chorus because they wouldn't allow me out of contracts to do better solo work that came along. So Mm -hmm. I made a really tough decision to leave and I lost about 25,000 of income a year from leaving that job. And I figured once I could say yes to all the solo work that I would make that up. But what ended up happening was in 1718 season, it was my first full-time season as a soloist. And I literally worked so hard. And then at the end of that, I found myself in further debt. I did not Mm -hmm. make a profit that year. Mm -hmm. And I was working so hard full-time. So I guess... The question is, for me, in my singing career, I'm afraid to ask for what I need. I think because I'm afraid that people now know that I will do stuff for a lower fee. And my husband's a singer, too. He deals with the same thing. And so we're really trying to take control of our financial situation Mm -hmm. by finding ways to contribute to our community in other ways that could stabilize us financially. So I've been thinking a lot about the the mind body connection and I, you know, I teach voice I'm building my voice studio right now. Also, 
I'm really putting down, I'm really getting honest about my story and how I recovered from traumatic vocal injury and I recovered myself. So I sort of developed my own technique to mm-hmm. address the mind-body connection with the voice. And I feel like mm-hmm. I can write a book about that. Yep. Wow, you're very clear and you're very self-aware and that made it really easy to see that it was like you laid it all out on the table. I feel like I see it all. I think that most people can relate to this, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd love for you to think about thriving and soaring as opposed to just stability, although stability is great. Can you reach higher? So I want to talk about you having a lot of money coming in. Money is value and energy. So think about a person who would say, I just want enough oxygen. I just want to be stable. I want to have enough oxygen so when I breathe in and out, there's enough that comes into my lungs. That would be terrifying, right? Like we want plenty of oxygen. I want this to be just really something that's thriving. Yeah. So I'd love to sort of tease out with you what it is that you feel most aligned with in terms of the value that you give to the world. And there will be some people, there is no wrong answer to this question, Mm -hmm. but you did mention several other pieces. You talked about what you've been through with your vocal injury, having healed that, and then understanding the mind-body connection and the, the tools that you use to get through that. Now that... That's a juicy piece. The other piece that you brought up was your own vocal studio and teaching people Mm -hmm. how to sing and how to sing well. You also mentioned wanting to be in a position where you felt very comfortable in your skin in order to ask for more money when you went to perform. So let's dig in a little bit. Which one of the things that you mentioned do you feel gives you that intuitive hit that it's the thing that you feel you can really do to serve the most, Mm -hmm. to give the most value to the world? Which one of those things Um, would it be? For me right now, it's like probably a tie between teaching. I really enjoy teaching. But the other one is like yesterday, I I did my first Carmina Burana. I don't know if you guys know that piece, but I did my first solos in Carmina Burana. And the church was packed. There were like a thousand people there. And the energy reception between my colleagues, the conductor, the instrumentalist, the choir, and the audience, that was like, I felt so good. I felt so yeah. good last night after the show. I did my job. I hit my high note. I, nah, nah, nah. And so that's like where I know I'm serving. And then when the people come up after and they go, oh, I thought I didn't like sopranos because they sound screechy when they go for high notes, but mm-hmm. you made me change my mind. Like that stuff is priceless. I love getting people who think they don't like opera into opera. Like that's Mm kind of one of my little, what's special about me as an opera singer, I think. So that's definitely the thing. Okay. I can tell you just from listening to that. First of all, you talked about teaching for maybe like 40 seconds. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the time you just talked about that performance and then your face lit up and you just came alive in a different way. Yeah. So I think that sometimes we believe that we've tried something and we need to now do something else in order to be financially free and abundant. But sometimes we already have the thing. Mm -hmm. We just were approaching it in a way that we weren't getting back what it was that we, (laughs) yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. 
So listen to that. Listen to your body right now. Yeah. So what's, what's coming up? What's in those tears? It's been hard because I've been thinking about quitting singing just all together. And I'm, I'm just tired because I've been like going at it for so long. Mm-hmm. And like, it's hard in opera because you have to pay like thousands of dollars every December to go to New York and do auditions. So mm-hmm. you end up putting so much of your income back into your business Yeah, that I was just starting to feel not worth it to me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this like wanting to change direction came up when I had basically December through pretty much March, I basically had like a very minimal amount of singing work. So I decided to do the artist's way and it did bring to the surface that I have creativity. I had lost my creativity because sometimes too, when you're doing as a performer, like when you're expressing someone else's artistic vision, it just makes it not as fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's like, I don't know, maybe I want to be in charge of my own artistic vision. Maybe it's like, maybe staged opera is not my thing. Maybe I should stop focusing on that. Maybe I should focus on doing concert work because I love being Mm -hmm. a guest with an orchestra or a chorale and coming in for one weekend to do two performances of this symphony or that oratorio or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so like I'm, I'm literally like brainstorming myself into ideas right now, just triggered by what you're asking me. So this is a really good sign. Maybe it's like, just not about like, Oh, you have to pursue opera. You know, maybe it's like, there's another world of classical singing. I want to make a a CD of spiritual music. I'm a soloist in a church and they have wonderful acoustics and my Mm -hmm. pianist is great. So I want to make a CD of that. And like, I have other yep. things that I'm into. Yes. It's so beautiful. It's sort of like a dance or like Tai Chi when you, you know, if, if water has been flowing a certain way and it moves around the rock, but you move the rock, the water moves in a different place, right? Now it can go somewhere else. And it, it kind of finds where it needs to go by itself when you, when you just move one thing that's been there. And so what's so cool, and this is one of the reasons I love doing this work is where you wound up just going is where I was going with it. And you were able to see that just by moving one thing and just then moving that thought, just that rock just sort of moved to a different place. The river could could run somewhere else. So I want to talk to you about this, this piece right here, This is, do I need to do opera specifically and go audition for these people in New York once a year? Do I need a manager to try to get me this one type of job? Mm -hmm. Or is there an entire other universe of ways that I can be singing all the time without waiting on that person to give me that job? And the answer is yes. And this is where Alex Benayan's book, The Third Door, comes in. Mm we find that so many people are going to drive down the 405 and it is packed and you don't take the 405 at certain hours. You're going to take the Canyon. (laughs) You're going to not go out until later. You're going to set it up so that like you're, you don't have to be on the road till eight 15 at night. You're not going to leave at seven. Right. You know, you know, you know the ways around it. And I, I think that when I came out to LA and I was like, I'm going to get a record deal. That is the way for me to be Kathy Heller. Mm -hmm. I love to sing and write music. I will get someone else 
to believe in me and they will pay, pay me to do it. And that is the traditional only possible way I can see. That's the model I know, period. And when I got dropped from the label, I got another record deal. I got dropped from that label. And then I went and got a bunch of day jobs. And then eventually I was like, is there any other way I can get paid to sing? And as soon as I asked that question, I saw 15,000 roads open. And there was only three people on each road rather than traffic backed up for miles with like the chopper going, oh, we got a real problem on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's what I saw. And yeah. I was like, wait, what about licensing my music to TV shows? What about licensing my music to ads? Then it was like, yeah. what? what else can I do? Funny enough, when I started the podcast, at that point in my life, I wasn't even asking the question of how can I be getting my music in the world? I was asking a different question at that point, which is an even bigger question, which is how can I serve the world? But sure enough, by then pursuing and pursuing that path, I now play my songs at the end of my episodes. Yeah. We have almost 6 million downloads. Yeah. I'm talking about human beings downloading my music and hearing my music who never would have found me yeah. if I would have said, oh, well, I'm going to sit here and lick my wounds because Interscope and Atlantic decided not to take the show on the road. This music will never see the light of day. No one will ever hear it. This muscle of starting to ask yourself the question in that way, if I'm not needing someone else's approval. And I can start thinking, what do I have to give? How can I give it? What value? Okay. I love this value where I'm in the zone when I'm performing. Mm -hmm. How else can I deliver that? I can create concerts on my own. Mm -hmm. I can create a one woman show. Mm -hmm. I can create a, a, a series of eight songs and put together a repertoire. And I can be doing that at Vitello's in the Valley. And I can also be calling churches to be doing, you know, they're sort of like, um, they're scholar in residence. Well, they could have a performance in residence. And who else might be interested in this? You said spiritual music, but is there something else? Are there other kinds of songs? Are there jazz standards? Is there also, um, Broadway standards? Are there also other types and who else might find that interesting? And could I create a PDF with photos of me and a little information about what I have to offer? And then could I be calling the JCCs around the world and the Thousand Oaks Mm -hmm. Performing Arts Centers and all these different places who are constantly looking to create beautiful kinds of events and programming for their communities. Mm -hmm. And what do I have to offer? Am I going to do it just for churches? Am I going to do churches as well as synagogues? Mm -hmm. Am I going to do beyond religious institutions? Am I going to be just going to women's events? Am I going to be even offering this to um, people who put together events? In any case, where can I show up? How can I get busy. Mm -hmm. That might turn into one Mm -hmm. particular thing that I do throughout the year. I check in with my manager here and there. I might go to New York, but that becomes a bead on a necklace filled with beads. And each one is something that I am busy working on and cultivating and bringing into the light. And that's just one of the beats, right? And then there's 12 other beads. And one of them is these concerts that I'm cultivating and creating. And I call up my musical director and I say, let's start rehearsing. And I say, let's start building an audience. And then the next thing is, what's the next bead? You know, should I be putting this out online? Should I be letting the world at large know that I am working on all of this and I have all of this to share? So should I be doing a Instagram video every week? 
where I'm singing a piece of a song? Should I be asking my community what songs they love? Should I be asking my community if they love this music or this music? Do, do they all love opera? Do, does it have to be opera? Maybe it is. And that's perfectly also okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's singing in general. Maybe it's not. You get to decide that. Yeah. Do I do a collaboration? That's another yeah. bead. You know, then another bead is am I growing an email list and saying now that I have this beautiful tribe of people watching me sing, do I also want to have in addition another bead on this necklace, which is that I'm offering online courses in mm-hmm. how to take care of your instrument. Is there another piece of my business where every other day I have different content set up for my Instagram? And one of the pieces is me talking about how I've overcome any kind of injury, spiritually, physically, how I work through that still. Yeah. And do, do I then get known as this girl who's multifaceted? She's not just a singer, mm-hmm. but we go to Jamie not only to hear her sing, but we go to her because she's also letting us in. She's vulnerable. She shares with us um, things that really can be helpful. Mm-hmm. So she's not just a performer. She's a performer who now has a lot to offer us as performers, right? And you just start adding to this necklace and you take a look and you step back and you say, my life is full. I am busy. I am not waiting for the phone to ring. I'm not waiting for someone to send me the email because I'm so busy creating opportunity for myself. Mm-hmm. So instead of being one of the cars in that 405, just traffic jam, I'm over here. I'm going directly. I'm approaching people. I'm sending them an offer with an idea of what we could do together. Just an idea. Like here's a slide deck. Here's what we could do, which would be the corollary of you sending a little PDF saying, I'd love to come to Minnesota to your church or to your organization or to your whatever. I'd love to do this concert. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you then set the price. And that's a separate part of this conversation that we will have about how you step into that knowing mm-hmm. and how the world loves to spend more money. We need to create an entire world around us because what people are paying us for is not the product at all. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's irrelevant what the pieces are in the product, what the parts are. They're paying us for the story we create and the world that they get to be associated with when they put on that product, when they wear those leggings, when they put the earrings on, when they walk into that restaurant, they are paying to be a part of that experience that we are creating Mm -hmm. through our self-worth, through the vibe that we have. People want you to have that high vibe and then they want to pay you more because they want to be around that. Then they leave, they sort of ingest that and they spit that back out into the world. And it's a beautiful dance. And we get to raise the bar on that, which actually sets the world on fire in the best way. Mm. So think about that for a few minutes. Um, But what I would love to say to you is start looking at these beads, start looking at all the things that you're going to get busy doing. It is such an exciting moment for me when I add another bead Mm. to that necklace, when I'm like, there's another thing, yet another thing that I can get busy cultivating and shining and polishing and working on putting out in the world. When I start to feel that, I know that I've got energy. Mm -hmm. When I'm in a slump and I'm waiting for one thing, it is like... I lose all my mojo. I've had so many times after I got dropped from the label, there was another two and a half year window where I had a television deal. Um, I was working with the lovely, lovely Jim Henson company. I'm still very good friends with those folks. Mm -hmm. They're wonderful. And we were waiting on networks. And I'm so glad that I I continued to make things. And by, by doing it is how I realized how much this works. I mean, look what happened when I decided to buy a microphone, stick it into my laptop and start a podcast. So 
You've got a lot you can go work on. You are vibrating right now. This is it. What you're feeling right now, this feeling. I want you even more so than what you're remembering that I'm saying. I want you to remember how this feels because if you can take this feeling and keep metabolizing this and keep finding what gets you in this zone right now, when I come into contact with you in this place, when you're feeling this, Mm -hmm. you are worth millions. Mm. You're there. Your light switches on. Yeah. And I can see that. Yeah. And so water seeks its own level. Value is valued for what it is. The world loves it when we get our own value. Yeah. They love it. Last thing I want to tell you, when I had one of my day jobs before I finally quit, I worked at a commercial real estate firm. I was making phone calls and doing appointment setting and doing cold calling for the agents who work there. And I was only, I was being paid like 55000 65000 a year. And I eventually quit. But um, I remember walking in for my review and right before I walked in, this guy, Ryan walked in first and he came out and he was all excited. And I, I said to him, how'd it go? And he was like, great. I asked for what I wanted and I got it. And I was like, oh, cool. So I walk in and I had been doing better than he had. I had been able to set up a lot more meetings. I was really good on the phone. I was able to help the agents, whatever. It was like the silly job, but it was actually in hindsight, a really good job for me in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, working around really high net worth individuals who were selling 200, $300 million properties and being around those kinds of um, principles, those kinds of people who have that kind of money. Also having to just cold call people, all of that wound up being really good for me to be thrown into that. Mm. But at the time it was like it was my day job. Um, and I walk into this office in Brentwood and I say to the guy, all right, well, here's what I want. And he was like, great, no problem. You got it. I walk out and I'm like, this is amazing. It went really well. And I say to Ryan, I'm so happy. And he's like, great, me too. He's like, you asked for 150 grand, right? And I was like, no, I asked for 75 grand. And he goes, oh, I asked for 150. They gave it to me. So I walk right back in and I say to my boss, Doug, I go, Doug, I'm doing better than Ryan. Like I, because of those calls I made and the appointments I set, we made this much money. Millions of dollars came from that. Like he just started and he said, I'm going to teach you a lesson you'll never forget. He told me what he wanted and I gave it to him. I could tell he believed he deserved that. You literally just spent 35 minutes in my office convincing me that you feel you are barely able to feel that you deserve 75 grand, but I gave it to you. And so that's what you told me you deserved. And I was happy to give it to you. Can you undo it? He's like, no, I can't undo it because I can tell you that what Ryan walks into those meetings with when he picks up the phone, everyone feels that. And that's really what we pay for. And I was like, unbelievable point. I was 25. I learned a lot from that. In any case, um, lots to talk about in terms of what you're worth. This is a longer bigger quest and it at the same time can change overnight. Yeah. You have a lot of work to do now. Are you excited right now? Are you feeling pumped up, Jamie? I'm so excited. And you just, you hit the nail on the head for me with everything. And I want to close by actually telling you a proof story. After the Dreamtopia workshop on Friday afternoon, I drove, you know, over, over the hill into the valley and I stopped at my Ralph's where I always stopped. And I go there a lot and I go there and, you know, sunglasses and a hat, no makeup and, you know, kind of just moping around the place when I was feeling depressed the last couple of months. And I would always notice that people would just, you know, put their carts right in my way and no one would notice that I was there. And I was getting increasingly more frustrated. But the day of the final Dreamtopia workshop, Friday afternoon, 
I went to that Ralph's and I literally, my energy made people stop their carts. My energy made people open doors for me, get out of my way. It was insane. I could not believe it. And I said to my husband, I said, babe, I've been like dragging my own energy down and I'm receiving back what I'm putting out. So that was like a moment of proof that I had that was so profound for me from the yep. Dreamtopia workshop because I wanted wow, to high from listening to everyone and realizing, hey, there's money in the world. Some of it needs to come to me. A lot of it can come to me too. And it's fine. And I don't have to feel guilty. And I don't have to give everyone a deal to tolerate me. No, it's not that. I have something important to offer. Absolutely. And like the minute I realized that, Everyone started noticing me and smiling me and and saying hello and being aware of me in a different way that I hadn't experienced in a while. That's beautiful. And that's really it. We have to just step into our authority. Yes. And then everybody goes, I'm so happy you came. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing when you said there's money everywhere and a lot of it can come to me. It's not even a lot if a lot of it comes to you. There's so much of it. There's an infinite amount of it. Yeah. Like this is the thing. There's there's plenty. Yeah. In fact, I walk around and I'm like, all of these people who are driving these old beat up cars and you can just see them frowning and they're they're doing that job. There are people who like, that's what they do. And then they get to 95 and like, let's see, how did I spend my only life yeah. working and I barely went on vacation and I barely did my painting. So what is going on? Like there is enough goodness. In fact, there's way more people on that side that are like, I'm good. 55 grand. I'll make it. Or like, no, you won't, but okay. And then the people on this side, there's so much more room here. Like you go to these five-star resorts, which is the only way that I travel. And you're like, these resorts are empty. There's so much room. There's so much abundance that's been built and beautiful spas and beautiful yes. towels. And, and, and the way to get in the price for admission is a knowing you deserve to be there, and B, having beautiful things to give to the world yeah. and not working for someone else and building that other person's dream, but building your own path. And when you do that, you're adding yumminess and happiness and smiley faces and beautiful sun-kissed shoulders and people who are feeling like they're in their zone and they're creative all day long and they're ideating and they're innovating. We need way more people on this side. So is there enough? There's plenty. And we're actually short. We're short on the amount of people who are at this beautiful buffet. So just keep knowing that all of you. That was so meaningful for me to be a part of that coaching call. And I love the coaching work and I've been doing some more of it and we will be sharing more pieces of those calls in the future because we've gotten permission from these incredible people I've been coaching. And I, I'm so excited to be sharing that stuff with you. I want to give a huge thank you to Jamie and Catherine Olivia for being so courageous and so vulnerable. It's not easy to be brave with everything that you're going through and then actually to dig in deeper to all of it. I'm so impressed with your willingness to show up and to look at whatever is challenging. It's so inspiring to see you take those steps and keep marching forward in this process. So stay tuned because we will continue to be offering coaching and I will continue to be rolling out some pieces of the coaching that we've gotten permission to share.
Okay, so now I want to share a few wins with you. Natalia posted in our Facebook group and she said, my Etsy shop just opened today. I make tiny ceramic animal pendants and I felt it was time to share them with the world. I would be very grateful if you would check it out and give me your feedback and any tips about my Etsy so I could improve. I read tons about how to make a great Etsy shop and I love that episode with Kruti Patel Goyle, but I don't think I cracked the code yet. Thank you for your time. So um, Natalia is referring to an episode we did with one of the executives at Etsy, which you guys can go back and listen to. And I have to say, Natalia, your work is gorgeous. Her Etsy shop is called Tiny by Natis, N-A-T-I-S. You can also find her on Instagram at nat.is.art. Natalia, I'm really proud of you. I love that you did the research, you got to work, and now you're asking for feedback, which takes incredible bravery. This is what the Facebook group is for. So for anyone listening, please feel free to also post about what you're doing and you can ask for feedback. And I promise you're going to get some constructive suggestions because that piece is super important in order to grow. I also commented because I just saw these little animal pendants and I was like, these are gorgeous. We have another epic win. Katie wrote in the Facebook group, I have some pretty exciting Friday news to share. I just got off the phone with a literary agent who reached out to me about writing a book. She went through a tough divorce last year and a friend sent her some of my writing. She's been a fan ever since. She even quoted a talk that I gave last year back to me during our phone call. It was so surreal. I quit my full-time job in December 2017 in hopes of piecing my life back together and finding work that feels more fulfilling. My husband died suddenly and unexpectedly in February 2017. He was only 32. I spent most of my 2018 navigating grief and trying to figure out what kind of work felt right and would pay the bills. I started 2019 with the plan to double down on freelancing and take my own writing more seriously. I found the podcast at the same time, and it's provided the motivation I needed to keep pushing forward and believing in myself. The most consistent thing that's gotten me through the two years since becoming a widow is writing. Initially, I did it for myself to try to process all the intense emotions I was going through, but more and more often, I hear from other people that it helps them. To hear from an agent is a dream come true. I've long wanted to write a book, but the process always felt so daunting. We're just at the exploratory stage right now, but I wanted to share the news with this community. I'm so inspired by all of you, and I hope to continue to have exciting updates to share. Katie, thank you so much for sharing this. You are really extraordinary. First of all, I am so sorry. I'm so, so sorry to hear what happened with your husband. I can't even imagine how painful all of this has been to live through and how much strength it takes to just wake up and breathe in and out every day. You are truly a warrior. This is the hero's journey. And, you know, we've had so many guests say that your pain turns into purpose and your mess becomes your message. And you've gone through something so tragic that no one should ever have to experience. And you're turning that darkness into something that's lighting the way for so many souls. And I'm really so deeply touched and I'm so excited for you because this is really just the beginning. Please keep us posted on your journey. I have no doubt whatever you are going to do is going to have such huge ripple effects. So many people need your words. So many people need you. Thank you for being here for us. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for having the courage. You're amazing. And I saw that you posted that on the Facebook group and I was just so impressed. And I, I love seeing how many people commented and were there to support you. Okay, last one is from Kara. Kara DM on Instagram and she said, Hi, Kathy. As a follower of the podcast from the start, I wanted to say thanks for all the encouragement, the wisdom, and hope. This time last year, I was dreaming up my business on nights and weekends. And now, after over a year of hustling, I launched my business yesterday. 
I finally sat down to listen to your episode with Howard Schultz and wow, it was such a gift. Hearing him and you talk about empathy being the currency of the world and how a business must have a core purpose resonated so deeply. It hit home as I reflected on my business's purpose, which gets me through the tough times. I love serving brides by providing wedding heirlooms that hold memories long past the wedding and to be a platform for artists to reach these brides. So thank you for your episodes that have lifted me up for being such a voice of empathy and compassion. I'm sure I'm not alone in saying that your listeners hear you. We appreciate you and what you're doing has such a positive impact. Kara, this means the world to me. Thank you so much for saying that. I'm so proud of what you've done. It's so fulfilling to hear that these conversations are really making you reflect on your own business and that you're actually taking that step to implement the wisdom from our amazing guests. Hearing this from you is really the spark that keeps me motivated to keep making these episodes and to keep expanding what I can do to serve you. I know you guys think that I must hear this all the time and maybe I get desensitized to it, but I'm just a girl sitting in front of a microphone. At the end of the day, I don't necessarily see myself the way you do. So thank you for your words. Thank you so much. And guys, you should go give her some love. You can follow her on Instagram at artemina, A-R-T-E-M-I-N-A, underscore, underscore. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I have no doubt that there are a million things you could be doing with your time. It's an honor that you choose to spend it here. Remember that there's all these incredible bonuses. And if you pre-order the book by tonight, you get extra bonuses. If you pre-order the book by May 1st, you get the rest of the bonuses. But as long as you're going to do it, you may as well pre-order by tonight because then you get to choose from one of those free masterclasses I'm giving, how to create a successful podcast, how to create a successful online course, and how to turn your passion into a profit. What are the essential steps to growing that passion into a flourishing business? If you buy three copies of the book, you can take all three classes. But if you order the book by tonight, you definitely get to pick one of those that you'd like to be a part of. And then as long as you pre-order by May 1st, you get everything else. You get to be part of the private Facebook group. You get six weeks in a row of live coaching sessions. You get a link to download all the songs I've ever played on the podcast. Plus, you get entered into a raffle to be chosen for one-on-one coaching. I'll be choosing eight people. And you get entered into a raffle to get a $75 gift card to Anthropology or Nordstrom. Your choice. I'll also be choosing eight people for that. So there's tons of stuff that come with this, not to mention any other perk that I have to give between now and the time the book comes out. Once you pre-order, you will get all the additional bonuses that will be rolled out as well. It will mean the world to me if you go ahead and buy the book. It doesn't cost very much at all. And if you compare this cost of the book, let's say it costs you 20 bucks or 22 bucks or 24 bucks, if you buy the hardcover versus the audio version, it's such a small price to pay for all these things that you're going to get in return. The coaching sessions, which would be thousands and thousands of dollars, these free classes that I'm giving, which are worth so much because each one of these things I'm going to teach you for me turned into multi-six-figure and seven-figure businesses. So I would love to see you there. Go ahead and pre-order the book. You can find it at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash book. There you can find all the links to find the book in whatever form you want. Plus you can find the way to sign up for these bonuses. I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing weekend. Come on over if you want to chat with me. I look at all my DMs on Instagram at kathy.heller. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you on Monday. So many times I chose to run. So many times I held my tongue. I held my tongue. Never saying what I needed to.
So 